Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Diane Scalzi. I'm the Zoom host for the, today's Vispero presentation. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you the commands for raising your hands and for muting. If you are on a PC, the command to raise your hand is Alt-Y. On a Mac, it's Options-Y. On the smartphone, it's kind of in the middle of the screen. You'll find a raised hand button. And on the uh, touchtone phone, it is star 9. Now to unmute, and um, you'll have to have permission. You should hear that when you, uh, you should hear uh, when you're asked to unmute. It'll be, um, it will be, <clears throat> it will be Alt-A on the PC, Command-Shift-A on the Mac. Uh, it will be a uh, unmute button on your smartphone and Alt, uh, star six on the touchtone phone. So uh, with that, I will turn the program over to Michelle Williams. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I am Michelle Williams, and I am originally uh, from the enhanced vision side of the uh, Vespero umbrella, I call it, because we have uh, quite a few brands. And my background is with low vision hardware, meaning CCTVs, uh, anything with a video screen, whether it's a portable. Um, and so what's been really great about being put under the Vespero umbrella is I get a chance to work with more OCR products. Um, everybody knows our software, of course, JAWS, ZoomText, the, uh, the Fusion, which is the merging of the two. And so thank you so much for allowing me to come in today and speak about what I call a bridge product, which is a, a product that has the OCR capabilities to it, but it's primarily a screen product. So by bridge, I mean someone who may have an eye condition where their eyes fatigue quickly, and they do need that addition of the OCR technology so that they can continue with the work or tasks that they need to do. So, uh, so with that, uh, I will be talking about the Compact 10 uh, with OCR, and we have it without as well. So as you probably know from us with the Optilec brand, with the Freedom Scientific brands, and with Enhanced Vision, uh, we have quite a large selection of portables this one, I think, excites me the most, and I have to say it's one of my favorites because of the fact that it is one of the only ones that I know of that has a swinging out arm to it that gives you full page uh, OCR scanning capabilities without having to put an accessory with it, meaning you don't have to put it in a stand. And I know there are some really nice ones out there that there are accessories that you can purchase to, to make a portable become a full-page scanner. So, so with that said, um, basically, when we first started with our OCR products at Enhanced Vision, uh, we started with the Nuance software in a product called DaVinci. And it was this larger desktop 
that you had a camera that was pointable and you could put things underneath it and scan it. And so that takes up a lot of space. Uh, And we know that people have different lifestyles out there. So having something that you can put in a briefcase or in a purse, I think is just so useful and having that text-to-speech capability and something that I consider to be so small, a 10-inch screen. So about the size of a tablet, um, when you hang on to the Optilac uh, Compact 10, it really resembles and feels like a 10-inch tablet. And so the thickness of it is approximately an inch and a half thick. And the hand on it is quite smooth, the, uh, the plastic casing on it. Um, when you first get the product and you open up the box, I kind of told everybody it's kind of Apple-ish. You know, I know I'm not supposed to mention that company, but I love their packaging and what they do with some of the products, which is have a quick start guide, have all the accessories with it so that you're not nickel and diming your customers by making them buy all these other accessories. Everything is in one box. And I really like that. So the experience you get when you open up the uh, Compact 10 box is you first uh, will see and feel what looks like a, uh, a black kind of vinyl, almost leather feeling case that has the unit inside of it that has a magnetic closure to it. So it resembles like a planner that uh, people used to use or a small binder. And it is approximately uh, 10 inches by eight and has about a two and a half inch thickness to it. When you open it up, it is very suede-like, very protective of your device because of that screen and because of all the electronics that are in it. So we always want to treat our, you know, like a regular tablet, like your cell phone would be. They're very, um, they don't bounce. That's what I like to say. Because I know some of the first uh, portables that were out there, I, I can say this on Enhanced Vision's part, we used to get stuff back, RMAs that, you know, um, we had to build a better case for them. It was our fault. We didn't have as much protection on it as we should because these things get used every single day and everybody has different things. They carry backpacks, briefcases. And so as a manufacturer, we need to listen to our customers out there for what they want and how to make these devices last longer. So after you pull out your Compact 10 with speech out of the uh, magnetic case that's in there. Um, it feels like a 10-inch, uh, like a 10-inch tablet, basically. And when you feel the back of it, there are two legs uh, that kind of stick out a little bit. And you pull on them, and you're going to hear a click. And I'll do it again. You hear this little click. And that is the stand for this unit. When the hand on it to the left has an indentation that is oval, and it's about a three-finger width in size, and the top button is the on-off, which has your universal on-off insignia on it. And I do want to explain this a little bit because a lot of the products out there, to turn them on and off, you have to hold those buttons in about three seconds. 
And there's a, a really good reason for this. I, I never understood why that was. Uh, one, you don't want your battery to uh, be turned on while it's in the case, and then it just completely expires your battery, and you haven't even had a chance to use it yet. So when you turn this unit on, you're holding it in for three seconds. You'll feel a slight vibration to it, so there is a feel, and then there are some audible sounds that occur. When you're turning it on from completely off, it does take about 20 seconds for there to be an image on the screen. And then from that point on, if you do a quick tap to that same button that is on the left-hand side of the unit at the top of that indentation, you are putting it into what's called sleep mode. And I had mixed feelings about sleep mode for the longest time because if you don't know what sleep mode is, you think that your unit is turned off when it's actually using a smaller amount of battery than, you know, if it was turned completely on. So what sleep mode is, is it's a quick tap on and off for the frequent user. For instance, it would be if you are out at a grocery store and you were looking at food labels or you are going to a doctor's appointment and you're filling out forms, you are going to want to use this more frequently. So you're turning it on and off with that little tap, the quick tap, quite frequently. So you don't have to wait that full 25 seconds for it to power all the way up. So it's just a convenience. Um, You certainly uh, can just turn it on and off. But sleep mode is there for that convenience for quick turning it on and turning it off. Now, this particular product, and I couldn't believe this because some of the first ones that came out, I don't know if people remember some of the smaller handheld ones that kind of looked and felt like ping pong paddles. That's what we used to call them. Their battery life on them was about two, two and a half hours. And this one has an eight hour, up to an eight hour time frame on each charge. And I think that's amazing because a person can get through a full day of work, a full day of school, of classes, um, and not have to carry extra batteries like some of the older products had, and certainly not tether yourself to a wall plugged in. So it's just much more convenient, longer battery lives now, larger screens with more features, but you still get that portability factor. So, so basically, and then underneath that on-off button, you have a, uh, what they call an audio jack. I was calling it a headphone jack and people were saying, oh, that dates you, they're earbuds. So, <laughs> so you can plug in your own headphones or earbuds. Uh, you can also, with the unit that has OCR, um, use the um, earbuds that do not plug in, so wireless, because it does have Bluetooth capability, which I thought was was really a neat thing to have added into this. And then below that, of course, is a USB-C connector, and that is for, you know, the transferring of images and things and files. So, and with that said, um, this basically functions when you first turn it on, like your regular everyday uh, electronic magnifier with a 10-inch screen. Except the difference with it is you touch the screen 
And then these large icons come up at the bottom, um, very large, large icons. There's four of them. So when you're hanging on to this with your left hand and your right hand, when you touch the screen, right where your two thumbs are, I don't know if people uh, used to text with a BlackBerry or one of those phones that um, would kind of, you pushed the outside upward and then your keyboard was there. The two thumbs actually are in the position perfectly when you touch this for the minus, which is on the left, so to reduce your magnification. And then to the right is the plus uh, symbol or icon, which allows you to increase. Then in the center of that, there are two more icons. One is for scanning documents either directly under the device itself or when you pull the camera arm up out of the top of this and swing it over, um, you press that and it will scan the full page that you put underneath the camera to the right. Then there's the mode icon, which is closest um, to that plus symbol on the right-hand side. So a lot of your traditional features of a regular electronic handheld magnifier. This having that pull-out camera that's across the top, which is my favorite feature, um, is just amazing to me because having something this thin, uh, this form factor that can do a full page and then have the camera tuck back in across the top. So if you feel the top of this unit, you're going to feel a small indentation and a long bar across the top. Top left, you would pull it up and you're going to hear a click and it's clicked in place. And that pull, it puts a, uh, a visual that says full page onto the screen. It'll flash that for a couple seconds. And then it allows you to, um, I don't know if you've ever tried to write underneath a smaller portable like this, but anybody who has tried, it's so cramped and it's just hard to do. So what this does is it gives you this whole large space to the right of the unit to place full page sheets of paper, forms, really anything that you would need to do a signature. Um, we took this to a restaurant when it first came out and put the uh, actual um, charge card slip underneath it. And boy, everybody started coming over. They're like, what is that? And so we enlarged it so that we could write underneath it, which was wonderful because it is hard to be two-handed to hold something with one hand, which is a portable, uh, even trying it with your phone, the iPhone with kind of pinching it and making it larger and then putting a pen underneath. It's hard to do that two-handed and to hold it still enough to be able to get the signature where you need it to go. So this allows you to be hands-free it actually would just set on the table, pull that out, and you can put any type of object underneath it, including objects that are thicker like vitamin bottles, um, prescription meds, uh, cans of soup, really anything that you want to know the information, which, as we all know, all of the important information is so small. They, they write it so small on everything. I swear sometimes these manufacturers are against us especially in the vitamin world. I want to know 
what some of the binders are with the vitamins because, you know, some people have wheat allergies and whey allergies and sometimes they use those as binders for vitamins. So you're able to manage some of those things that might kick your allergies up. So um, then basically you close your camera arm. It goes automatically back to the magnification uh, feature to this. You can do OCR with the 10-inch compact product with the arm closed. So you're just placing stuff behind it or, you know, underneath the unit itself or with the arm out. So there are two ways. Um, The device itself actually has three cameras. It has a camera that you can hold this unit up with both hands and say you are in a Starbucks or you're in a McDonald's or you're in a restaurant where the menu is on the wall, you can hold it up and you can start magnifying it with that right thumb because that's where your plus symbol is when you touch the screen. And you can read that menu with that camera. Then when you pull out the stand, which is how it sits, the kind of the reading stand, another camera is activated. And then, of course, when you pull out the arm, the third camera can be activated for both writing and for OCR, for scanning. Alrighty. Now this, it comes automatically in what we call the basic mode. And that is everything that I have pretty much described with the product right now. But there is an advanced mode. And in the advanced mode, you have other features that you can access in the menu, such as, you know, saving snapshots and using your device uh, kind of as a, uh, a camera, if you will. And then you can download those images with the cord that is included to your own laptop. You can change the language so that it is, if you have a form, I know most hospitals now use a software. So I have a friend who speaks Portuguese who lives down in Mississippi and she actually gets the forms when she went in for a knee replacement surgery and they printed it out for her in Portuguese. She was able to put that form underneath uh, an OCR product that we make and it would read back to her in Portuguese. So it was really kind of a nice, nice feature to be able to change that language. You can change the reading voice, which I think is really important. Um, I know that I can hear a lower tone better than I can hear a higher tone. And so when I have text-to-speech going, I usually have it in the male voice, and I usually put on English UK because I like that English accent. I think it... uh, uh, it just, I look, I don't know, I guess I like hearing him say aluminium instead of aluminum. <laughs> so it's just, uh, it's easier for my ear to hear those tones. And I think it's important to have those choices. Um, of course, we have the traditional changing of color modes. We have quite a few that are implemented within the device. Uh, we have a, a reading line or what they call a line marker traditionally as you've seen in other products. And then what I think is absolutely phenomenal with this is that this has what's called Miracast. And anybody who has played YouTube on their phone 
and has a smart TV, um, you can use that Miracast symbol and throw that image or throw that video onto that smart TV. Well, you can do that with the compact tent. So if you have taken a picture of some text and you want to put that on a larger screen, you can use the Miracast that is implemented in the compact 10 with speech. So it's really amazing. So Bluetooth and Miracast is included in this particular device. Let's see here. Um, so as mentioned, um, hat comes automatically defaults in the easy mode. Advanced mode is something that you would put it into or the person that you are purchasing it from, meaning the local uh, provider. Like, for instance, we have independent business partners that work within every single state in the United States, and they show our products. And they do what's called a no-obligation demonstration. And they do that for agencies. They do it for schools. And they do it for individuals who maybe they're just getting introduced to video magnification and they're not sure if they need OCR yet or not. So what we do is we lead them to professionals like uh, agencies like Commission for the Blind first. uh, And then after they've had a nice uh, low vision eye exam, have their assessment with the professionals that they need to, um, veterans going to the VAs and so forth, then that professional usually gets a hold of us and says, I want you to show this gentleman the compact tent with OCR or maybe a standalone scanner. So we will go in and do a no obligation demonstration of this product, which I think is really, really kind of nice. So it's like we bring the education to the individuals who, who need it. And especially in this time right now, when there's not a lot of in-person shows going on. I mean, it's, uh, I think we just had one of our first ones in Florida a couple weeks back. So it's, it's kind of exciting that things are slowly and safely opening up. Um, but again, we will work around uh, any state mandate. We will come in with our PPE protective clothing on uh, or we can do it by a Zoom meeting. So there are choices now uh, where you can get introduced to some of this product in a safe way. Now, this does have all of your traditional battery status shows up when you first turn it on. Um, if this goes all the way down after eight hours of use, it does take four to five hours to recharge back up. So we just recommend plugging it in at night before you go to bed. And then it is fresh to use first thing the next morning before you go to work or go to school or just um, do what you need to do around the house. Alrighty. Um, you can save images like I had mentioned and recall them as well as load those onto your laptop. So it does give you choices. Some people, um, again, I'm going to date myself here, but I know I have some customers that they'll tell me, Michelle, I use this like my Rolodex. I'll take a picture of my doctor's business card and I will save that. And then I have a file that I have all my important information in and I can recall 
the bus schedule. I can recall uh, taxi service, Uber, really anything that I use on a a week-to-week basis. It's like my small uh, telephone directory, if you will. And then I can manipulate when I bring that image up and make it larger, change the contrast on it, and be able to call for the services that I need. So it's really kind of neat uh, the different ways that people use these devices. Now, um, what I'm going to do, because I um, I understand that uh, we talked through this for the first half, and then I'd like to leave time for questions as well as get some feedback from anybody out there who has some helpful suggestions to maybe there's something you'd like to see on one of our products or uh, there's something that is on a product, but you'd like to see it implemented a little differently. We're certainly open to taking some of that type of feedback um, as well as any suggestions of other types of webinars that you would like to see from us that provide education. Okay, um, we have Jerry and uh, Jerry, I believe so you. I guess I will, I will open it up to uh, whoever is running, the, um, running this session, if we have any hands that are raised or, or any questions that we may have or something that I need to cover in a little more in depth with more information, I'd be glad to do that. Okay, I'm sorry I, I cut in there. Uh, Jerry? I do have to say that um, it has been fun to see the progression of products like this uh, and others through the years. And um, we actually have a manufacturing facility that's in Huntington Beach, California. And if you're ever out that way, we certainly invite you to come in, take the tour. Uh, it's pretty amazing how these products are made and what goes into them. And we do have a conference room that has every single product set up. So it's pretty, pretty neat to see. Uh, and we love taking feedback from people that come to visit us. I am 20 minutes, I'm 20 minutes away, so I'll be over in and an hour. And we do have just now, she's not hearing us. a smaller version Of the Compact 10, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, we do have the Compact 6 with speech. Um, The difference being that, again, this is a smaller screen, so it would be for someone who, um, again, has an eye condition, can use this small of a screen, but maybe their eyes fatigue more easily, and they do need that addition of text-to-speech. The uh, smaller Compact 6 is one of those devices, though, like I spoke about, where you need an accessory. Um, There is a stand that's available that will uh, implement full-page scanning when you you place this in its little docking stand. Uh, And what's really exciting is we have what's called the um, Compact Wear, which is a head-worn cradle that you can actually take the 6-inch version of this And you can place it in the front, in that cradle. And now you have a head-worn device where you can see distance. Michelle, are you hearing us? Yes. Michelle? Michelle, I don't think she is. uh, Diane, do we have any questions? I see a couple of hands up. She's she's not. I don't think she's hearing you. Let's see. Uh, We need to figure out a way for Michelle to hear us before we do questions. Yes. 
Okay, Michelle, now, do you hear us now, Michelle? I do. I had some technical issues over here. Um, Yeah, we've been talking to you, and you didn't hear us, so. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Uh, I have people working over here, and it seems like uh, things are going out on my my camera here. So I apologize for that, because my camera actually has the microphone implemented into it. Uh Uh-huh. And so it's, um, I think we're going to be investing in a brand new camera. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I know like, where you can get one. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh, yes. So we do have a question. Go ahead, Diane. Yes. Um, Jerry. Um... I'm a veteran and uh, I'm, I'm leaving uh, probably in April for between two and a half to four months to Romania. And we'll wait till the first of the year to see how the COVID work is laying out. And um, but we're planning to go at least three months. That's our goal. But the Alphaplex, the, uh, the, Alphaplex, the, uh, the other one, that's the heavier duty one, they have to, they speak, from, you, can, you can scan Romanian on that. Can you scan Romanian document on the, uh, the one you're talking about? And then me being blind. I'm more on the blind side now. I don't use the low vision devices anymore. I, I hung up my Zoom tech and all the other gadgets and and all my CCTV because you know I, my vision has deteriorated. Then and how much would it cost? And I and I I would use something like that as a blind person, not a a, a low vision type person, and. Um, uh, that's, that's about it. Okay. Um, I would have to check on the Romanian uh, speech package. Um, we use the Nuance software. And um, if you could, um, either I can email you or you can email me and I can get you an answer um, directly after I am off of this uh, webcast. I'd be glad to, because I know there, gosh, there are, Gosh, there's over 30 languages uh, that we do have uh, on this, uh, on different products that we have. But some of them you have to request like a European uh, language package. So I could find out exactly what that part number is for you. And then the pricing is all the same. When you buy it in the States, it's $15.95 for the compact 10 with speech. And then I can verify if it has uh, Romanian or, or not. I know they've recently added a few languages. So that's why I don't want to commit to uh, saying yes or no, because it's, there's a good chance. Yes. But I do want to verify first. The reason I'm asking Romanian, because if, if, if I happen to do get one, let's say I did, um, I, I I want to use it to with other people that are visually impaired and blind that Romanian to show them and uh because it's harder for them in that country to see the kind of devices. It's just not yeah. readily available in that country. It sure is. It's really hard. Um definitely I know I know 
what you're talking about. Uh, I, another thing, I think we have uh, at least one more, maybe a couple more raised hands. Um, I, I also wonder if, um, Michelle, maybe you shouldn't um, give out your e- email address instead of, you know, having the participants oh. give out theirs. Absolutely. But whatever you prefer. Um, my email is M as in Michelle Williams. So M-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. And that's at Vispero.com. And I'll spell that. It's V-I-S-P-E-R-O.com. And Vispero, just in case um, a lot of people were like, why did you guys change your name? Uh, Vispero is Latin for hope for vision. And so we, we wanted to come up with something that was very positive because as, as we got companies underneath the umbrella, we ran out of initials. So it was, uh, it was something that we wanted to do in a positive way. So M Williams at Vispero.com. Oh, all right. Next uh, hand raised is uh, Beth. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks, Michelle. Great, great. Um, program here and i was wondering two quick things number one could a totally blind person who has never had vision successfully use this device and number two can it scan books thank you very much oh no those are great questions um uh, first one definitely i recommend visiting your commissions for the blind or local agencies for training on it. Um, I think the placement of the icons make it very, very trainable for someone who does not have vision uh, to use. And because of its size, there are a minimal number of icons that are on it that you would need to learn the placement of. So the menus are not read out. uh, The menus are not read out, no. Okay. That I um, suggest maybe in the future that that might be available. That's a great. That's a great point. Okay, thank you, uh, Joe. Oh, I think I think she had one more question. What was the second oh. part of her question? It was could a blind person use this? And then I, th- oh, I think I uh, muted her. Let me um, send her another request. I just want to make sure I didn't uh, miss an answer that I should have given. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, (laughs) The other thing was, can it read a book? You get a book from the print book from the library and you want to scan it. Can it do that? Thanks. Yes. Yes, it can. Um, In the advanced mode, it does have a book mode where you can scan multiple pages uh, over, you know, one after the other. And then bring it back up as, you know, in that book mode. So, yes, it does do that. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, now we can go to Joe. Yes. Hello. Um, I think that the um, Prodigy is also made by Vespero. How does this compare to it? The Prodigy. I am not familiar, You're not familiar with the Prodigy. No, no, I'm not. Um, yeah, that one 
it, it comes is, it an, with, is it an older product maybe that we had? It might be. It uh, has a camera to be able to read like a blackboard in front of a uh, in front of a class or be able to see a person. And now lower. And then you can also be able to uh, use it to read text. I thought it was put out by the Sparrow, but I might be wrong. Oh, gotcha. Um, I do know that this form factor, I can kind of speak to that, um, is uh, thinner, um, more foldable, so to speak. And um, I think with that arm that comes out a little more flexible as far as actually getting larger books underneath it. So, but again, I would have to work with one of the prodigies in fairness to um, kind of give it a comparison. But what I can say is that I, I think that there are a lot of great products that are out there and it really is a matter of finding the ones that have the control placement um, and the form factor that agrees with the, you know, the 80-20 rule. What, what you do 80% of the time doesn't meet those needs. Um, I know there are really a great assortment of uh, battery-operated standalone scanners now for people, um, whereas there used to be maybe two or three brands. Now there's like seven or eight different styles of those that are out there that you can, that are small enough that you can bring from room to room and have, you know, seven, eight hours worth of battery life. Um, for us, uh, we have one called the Omni Reader that I think it's looked over a lot. Um, it does stand, it's a like almost like the size of a, a smaller radio, if you will, even though it has a, a small screen on the front. Most people use it in the blindness mode and they don't use that screen, but that thing runs for 12 hours on its battery and it's just pushing a button and boom, it starts reading to you. So I guess it's finding the controls and the features that are important to you. So without knowing offhand all the features of the Prodigy, I really wouldn't be able to to compare. Okay. There are also screen readers that you have on on your iPhone to be able to take a picture and read something. Uh, I take it this is, is uh, you, you can pick this up and focus it, like you, you mentioned on the, like if you were shopping or whatever. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, the advantage of this is, again, it's that, um, and I love, believe me, I love my phone. I have one of the larger uh, iPhones, the big screen. Um, I had a retinal detachment myself, so I've got, a little bit of a challenge, certainly not the challenge that uh, folks who have no sight have, but uh, the 10-inch screen on this Compact 10, uh, you get more characters, more letters on the screen, uh, even oversized books, you can really uh, scan them really effectively on it versus having to hold a phone at a focal distance, which yeah. some people who have hand tremors um or just the issue of holding it. They might not have as much muscle memory anymore, holding it for that period of time to get all of the um, words underneath. And then once you're at that height, how accurate is it going to be? Is it, if it's a newspaper, it might not be as accurate because it's been printed over and over. But if it's a, certainly a printed book, you have a better shot at you know, those heights when you hold a phone with some of those apps. But um, that's what I kind of noticed. You have to hold them at such a, a high spot 
that sometimes it'll read the E's as C's or it'll just omit some of those consonants altogether. How well does this product read columns, like in a newspaper? There is a column mode in that advanced mode um, that you can change it to, um, it'll read columns for you more effectively. It still does pretty darn good, even when it's not in column mode, which surprised me because I I had tested it out on my uh, gas bill, meaning the gas for my home for, for my gas water heater. And that thing is in columns and I didn't even have it in the column mode and it still went almost in a, a column like manner until I got to kind of the meat and potatoes of what I needed, which was how much money I owed. <laughs> so yeah, but there is a column mode in the advanced uh, features menu. Thank you. Absolutely. Great question, Joe. Okay, next, Peter. I joined the presentation late, and I was wondering if there's a website where you can get some additional information about the product that you were demonstrating. Oh, absolutely. That's a great question. Um, Peter, the website is is optilec.com. And if you go to portables, there'll be a, a section uh, when it reads across and it has the different tabs, which you're, if you're using a screen reader, it'll be under portables. And okay. then they'll, they'll have everything from a first landing page that just gives you an overview with bullet points. But there's also a support page where if you wanted to read the manual, you could because those are on there as well. Michelle, go ahead and spell opt- Optelec for people who may not know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a, I, I hate to say it, but I used to spell it wrong before I was under the umbrella of Vespero. Um, I used to put an IC and it sounded like Optelic and it was just people would laugh. They go, that's not it. Uh, <laughs> it is O-P-T-E-L-E-C. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you allowing me to describe the product. And uh, uh, again, if you go to the website, the optelec.com, there is a spot where you can request a local uh, business partner's name to come and show you the product. And uh, they'd be glad to come and show it to you. Okay, we do have Scott. All right. I was just going to mention while ago, while ago uh, uh, there was a question of could a totally blind person use this? My what I'm gathering from these products today that you've been describing is that they are low vision first and speech second. So something like this, you know, something like those are really more geared for for low vision users, where you know because they're so people might want to be careful. And, selecting a you know select if they're totally blind it may not be for them you know unless they're unless they have maybe a spouse who's low vision or something you know know, absolutely scott that's a great point that's why i say with with training and some people can do it with with training others um like i don't know myself um i would need i think some training with it if i was completely blind or down to light perception because I need to practice the placement of where I put my hands on that touch screen. So yes, it would take 
I think, a lot of practice because it was originally designed as um, kind of like I said in the beginning. I'm not sure if you were the one that came in partway or not, but it's no, a, I was here. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> it's a bridge product, and um, someone who maybe has an eye condition where their eye condition progresses or their eyes fatigue really quickly. And they're starting out to use the product with some vision, some limited vision, but they've kind of gotten the feel for it now out of habit. They've got the, you know, um, habit built in place from using it with a bit of sight to now where their eye condition has progressed a little bit. And now they're doing it with placement memory of where those icons are. And again, there's only four at the bottom. And then there's an X to X out at the top right if you're getting out of the OCR mode. So there there aren't that many to really deal with on the touchscreen. The rest are all physical. Pulling the camera open automatically turns it on so you don't have to press the screen to turn it on. And then, of course, your on-off and everything that's to the left is, again, tactile. But um, we tried to limit the number of touchscreen icons on it so that it would be a more effective bridge product. But you are correct. there. Some people won't prefer this um, because of that. So it's a matter of preference for what works for you. Yeah, definitely. Yep, absolutely. Um, well, I guess in closing, um, if anybody is interested, again, in uh, especially if you want some continuing education credits, uh, I was kind of talking about it before we started, but every second Thursday of the month, um, we do send out an email. And if you want to be put on that list, you, you certainly can by emailing me at mwilliams at vispero.com, where we talk about the various different products, they could be anything from this with OCR to a standalone scanner to a desktop. We do a session where you get the ACREP, ACB, REP credits for free. And then we usually do a drawing for a smaller portable during that same, um, what turns out to be a, a one hour session. We don't, we do about 30 minutes of product training and then there's usually a 30-minute interaction of questions, clarifications, and then we do the closing code for the credits, and then we do the drawing. And you do um, need to be present on the call for the drawing, but it's a great way for agencies to uh, get one of our portables when they attend these things, and then also get the free credits to keep your accreditations if we have any teachers or OTs or uh, whatnot, uh, professionals that uh, need credits for their certification, they're free. And it's, uh, again, it's 30 minutes of training. You don't necessarily uh, need to stay for the question and answer session because we'll give the closing code um, prior to that. But it's a great way to get credits. And it's every second Thursday of the month. Trying to think if there's anything else that, um, and again, I welcome any emails with, uh, you know, hey guys, you're almost there. I would like something that has this kind of battery that lasts this long, or really anything. There's no, uh, there's no feedback that we don't listen to. And if if anybody oh. was on, I was on an earlier session today where we did the 
uh, Acrobat Ultra HD, we talked about uh, something as simple as when we did the new one, we put LED lights on it. We never had lights on that particular low vision desktop system uh, because it was one of those cameras that you point and usually the room that you're in has tons of lighting when you have an exterior camera like that. But we've had everything from put a light on that to give me a longer cord to we'd like to see this compatible with that software. So any feedback you guys have, we're definitely open to it. And uh, please use my email. I'd be, I'd be glad to uh, uh, gather that information. Michelle, there is amongst Vespero in the last couple of years a huge increase, which is really cool, uh, especially in the training department of webinars and videos on YouTube about products that Vespero has to offer. I assume that that also extends to low vision as well. So if someone wants to actually look at YouTube or go to the Freedom Scientific page, will they find low vision videos there as well? You know, there are links to all of our trainings on all of our websites, uh, as well as if you go to YouTube and you put in, say, enhanced vision, um, there are a bunch of training videos that not only we've done, but a lot of our business partners have done. And, And thank you for saying that, Larry, because in this time of COVID, I just hired a gal for Wisconsin. And she was a uh, retired medical nurse and hadn't worked with any of these types of products before. So not only did we sit about 20 feet apart in a hotel conference room with about 90% of the products, but she was able to ahead of time go onto YouTube and watch a lot of the product demonstrations. And that's everything from you know, stuff that we do to, uh, we just put a video on our last training that came from veterans in the UK, uh, which they have an agency over there. And it showed a lady um, doing some crocheting underneath the acrobat itself and how she positions the camera kind of forward so that she doesn't have to sit as close. So um, real good, helpful hints even if it's not from us, uh, most of the videos that are on there are really educational. Okay. It's, yeah. And the other brands, like if you're on YouTube, you would put in Freedom Scientific. And I would also put in the word training after any of our brands, like Enhanced Vision Training, uh, Optilec Training, and then all these training videos come up. Um, I especially have been, I hate to say binge watching because I am very new to the software world. So I've been watching a lot of beginner videos on JAWS because I am not a JAWS user. And um, boy, I have to say there needs to be an Olympic event for people who use text to speech because they listen so much faster than I listen. I'm just like, wow, just blown away by how talented uh, people are that use that every single day. Um, So yeah, it's been a great educator for myself as well. Yeah, you have to do that. When I was first working for Marriott and we trained 
we learned at a specific rate. And then when I trained people, I'm, they, they were in their comfort zone. And I said, okay, fine. That was great. We understand that. But now speed it up. And they said, no. I said, yeah, speed it up. Within a couple of weeks, we want it faster. And the reason is you have to be able to hear the customer, hear what he or she is saying, and then be able to type, and then be able to listen to JAWS. And you can't do that if JAWS is speaking slowly. <laughs> it doesn't work. And then they play with it a bit, and they said, you know, you're right. And so now most of the people I know who use JAWS, including myself, we read quickly so we can get that out of the way so we can move on to other things. Oh, gosh, yes. A couple of years ago, I went into the Chicago Lighthouse, and I was, like, bowing to them. I'm like, you guys rock. You are so good at multitasking and listening to this so quickly. I was lost. I was completely lost. Um, they were amazing. Uh, the whole crew there is just so talented. Okay, we got about three minutes. Um, should I do the honors? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Okay. Get away. All right. Well, um, I've certainly enjoyed this um, this presentation. I'm totally blind myself, so I'm, of course, more interested in the Braille and speech and everything. But um, I, I really enjoyed hosting today, and I want to thank you, Michelle, for um, coming in and talking with us today. I want to thank Larry for streaming to ACB Radio, and I want to thank all of you who came in live. And also those of you who have been listening on ACB radio, these are great presentations. And I, I know I'm looking forward to what will be happening next week. Excellent. Uh, thank you so much. And if all goes well, I should have this up as a podcast in about two hours. We'll see. Well, and you should put a little voiceover in the front. Um, and this person will be getting a brand new microphone and camera. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, you know, not being able to hear us is an advantage. And we'll decide, you let you decide when that is and which that is. She just won't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you. Thank okay. you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.